This is a competition. This is not America's next top best friend. And Amanda just had a moment where we didn't remember who was opening it, but she pointed at me and it's, (laughs) yes, hello, welcome to the America's Next Top Best Friend podcast. My name is Hillary Sussman. I'm coming to you guys from Chicago as always, and I'm here with the gorgeous Amanda Mitchell. She's sporting a blonde wig today and a 90s block color striped shirt. Looks great. You kind of look like a YouTube star. Jack texts me and goes, you look like you actually have a podcast. And I was like, I, I do have a podcast. <laughs> like, like what, do you, what do you mean? I don't look as cute. I had a very rough weekend. What did you do last night? Was it Roof? I went to a barbecue in Indiana. I crossed the border. And then I crossed it back. I want to go to a barbecue. Baby. <sighs> I just want to go to barbecue in general. You're going to a block party. Shut the fuck up. You're fine. I'm going to a block party is in my neighbors are throwing a block party and I just happen to be around. Well, they're not going to not let you in. It's true. What are they going to do if I just show up? Be like, Please do that. Hey, Please. Let me eat your hot dog. <laughs> anyway, so today we are recapping Cycle 11 of America's Next Top Model episodes 7 and 8. We're skipping the recap one, but we're going to say 7 and 8 because then we can finally line up with whatever Amazon says, right? Yes. I also want to make one note that we we made a, a moral failure on. What? Not mentioning the fact that we talked about ISIS during Pride Month. Oh. <laughs> we made... I, like, realized that in the shower, like, last week. I was like, and and, and now Pride is over. So... Sorry. Just... Just want to represent, like, positively, like, guess, guys, pay attention to trans women, women of color, everyone needs representation. Yeah. Yes. Happy Pride. Oh, my sister's going to be mad about that. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Rachel. Um, Okay. You know what I did for Pride? I didn't go out to the parade at all, but I stayed in and binge watched season two of Queer Eye. And you cried the entire time? I did cry for the first one. The first one? And I think... The trans episode. Those yeah. were the only ones I was, like, a baby about. And the other ones I was like, oh, this show can get really formulaic if they, like, mm. don't <laughs> they don't pay attention to what they're doing. Mm. My Pride weekend, I left the house at 11 a.m. <laughs> and I got home at 4.30 in the morning. Perfect. And I was covered in glitter. You're perfect. And I lived and I danced for the entire... Because like, it was also my birthday weekend. So I was like... This parade really is for my birth. so well for you. Right? Yeah. Next year, the parade is on my birthday. And I was like, literally, next year, I'm just going to be like, it's a parade for my birth. <laughs> just for me. Not for anybody else. She's an ally. It's fine. Okay. I'm an ally. So let's jump into the episode because I ruined today because I hadn't taken notes and I pushed it really far back because I'm a monster. That's fine. Um, but the title of episode seven is... The Fierce Awards, which, are we doing a bonus episode on that? I think we are. Okay, I'll check the calendar. Um, So the episode opens with Sam making pancakes in the kitchen. Sam really is on my shit list these next two episodes. I hate I hate her so much. She really lets her Trump side out. Oh my god, she needs to shut the fuck up. Yes. Like, Sam just talks and talks and talks and talks. And uses offensive accents. 
I mean, we'll get there. So, but she's in the kitchen making pancakes and um, the girls start talking about like strict parents and Sam's like, the kids that have really strict parents come out crazy because they like finally let loose and they do everything. And I was like, that's the only true thing you will say. Mm-hmm. I Your agree. kid on a leash will always become a crazy adult. I mean, Foolish. I knew a girl who like was actually a kid on a leash and that girl now works in human resources at BP. Oh, okay, cool. So um, Alina's like, oh, my mom was like that. She was extremely controlling, and I was only allowed to have one friend my entire life. I couldn't express my emotions. And that's because her mom's Ukrainian. Alina moved here when she was eight years old, just as a refresher. Because they're going to give us that talking head so many times over the next two episodes. Oh, yeah. Mm. Immigrants versus Americans. It's too real. It's too Mm -hmm. 2018. Uh, no. Lauren Bree's going home is fuck in this episode. She That's she, my note. She just keeps going like I have to show my personality. I'm just too pretty. Like they're gonna send me home. Yeah, she's like the judges just think I'm pretty. They don't think I have a personality. And it's like when you say it like that, clearly you definitely yeah. have a personality. <laughs> you are really good at showing it. Sheena's mm-hmm. like, Lauren Bree's smart, but she's not very exciting. And then we see a shot of the girls sunbathing, and it's Alina, Lauren Bree, and I thought it was Marjorie, but it's McKee, because they're talking shit about Annalie, and Marjorie would never. I thought it was Marjorie. Yeah, you'd think. Because she had brown hair. Because oh. they have the same hair. Because mm-hmm. I was like, why is Marjorie talking shit about Annalie? Uh-huh. And then we finally kind of got a shot of her face. Also, it starts with a huge close-up of Lena's underbelly tattoo, and I was like, is, that, is that really necessary? Like, that is... Like, <laughs> Please, dear listeners, if we can just stop one person from getting an underbelly tattoo, this whole podcast will have been worth it. I know. We have, will have accomplished something yeah. in the universe, in the world. But they they keep saying that Annalie doesn't have a niche. Like, they're like, she's a beautiful girl, but she's not a model. She's an actress. Yeah, she's Steve Carell's co-star. Then the girls get on a bus and they don't know where they're going. They get sent into a dressing room with a bunch of designer clothes and a Tyra male sitting on the coffee table. And they open it and it's just a picture of Tyra. I wish those were the Tyra males and the girls yeah, had to like, just get like, clues from the picture. Just like guess. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, it's a treasure hunt. <laughs> um, you have to put a, a hot air like blow dryer onto it. And then a magical note shows up on the back of the Tyra uh, Yeah, <laughs> you have to pee on it. Yeah, I know what I was about to say. And the invisible ink, it's Yuri. Yeah, <laughs> Dwight. Um, but Dwight. then Tyra herself comes out wearing her postman outfit. Looking somehow worse. Like, somehow way so worse. much worse. <laughs> it's like she's been in it for like three hours and is like, I'm tired. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So she reads the girls the Tyra mail. Okay. It was really long and it was really mad I had to transcribe this. <sighs> okay. Well, thank God. Neither rain nor sleet nor my achy, achy feet will keep you from your Tyra mail this week. It's time you learned your signature style so you'll be a fierce top model, child. I'll show you my tricks, but let's be frank. You'll be thinking Miss Tyra when you're making big bank. Enough, Tyra. (gasps) Enough. (laughs) I had to pause like four (laughs) times and just like exasperation. That took them three hours to shoot that, I guarantee. (laughs) Oh, yeah, definitely. So the girls all cheer and she leaves and Mm -hmm. they are like, okay, we have to change into black dresses and heels. And they come out into this studio and Jim DeYonka's. 
<laughs> this podcast father, Jim DeYonker, shows up. <laughs> Hi, Dad. He's taking pictures of Tyra, and she's wearing, like, a black tank and black leggings. And she goes, bad. welcome to my photo shoot. We've talked about signature walks, and that's Miss J's territory. But my territory is a signature pose. Giselle's all about her back, but Tyra is all about her smiles. And it was like, she was like, it's all about this, and like points at her eyes. And I was like, that is not a pose. Not a pose, Tyra. Not a pose. Also, she... Okay, let's talk about this outfit. Because you didn't do a really good job of describing how wretched it was. So it's a boobalicious tank top. Like, it was, like, almost yes, nipple. like shells. And then there's a corset. And then black leggings, but not, like, Lululemon. They were, like, them Target brand leggings that you buy for, like, $6. Mm-hmm. And they're too short. <laughs> Yeah, they're, like, just under knee length. And she was wearing flats. Oh, she was? Miss Tyra. <gasps> Miss Tyra. Ooh. Miss Tyra. Uh-uh. She tells the girls that today you are going to take 20 pictures each, and for the first 10, you're going to pose on your own while I coach you, and you have to tell me what you think your signature, signature style, mm-hmm. whatever. And then you get to look at the monitor, and then you have to do it again, but better. That's what she says. Oh, signature pose. That was what it was. I really like this challenge, but again, you know I like any challenge that actually has some real-world practicality in it. It it sounds like it'd be great, but once again, the execution is horrible. It's all bullshit. It's horrible. Because the girls are like, we don't know what our signature pose is, and then Tyra gives them a bullshit one. Yeah, except for Marjorie, which is why she wins. Exactly. The first up is Annalie. And she's like, I guess my signature pose is, like, skater my legs. And Tyra's like, you're too literal. Like, when you say you did skater, you're, like, tens across the board. And she's like, you also hold a bunch of tension in your lips, which is what Isis fucking told you the first day. It's true. You should have. And you said, I don't know. It looks weird otherwise. Yeah. Isis was right. Isis is always right. And then Annalie goes, I guess maybe I should try to do rebel skater instead. And Tyra's like, she doesn't look like a rebel. She just looks pretty. I'll give her 7 out of 10. <laughs> Tyra. Yeah, Tyra's like, I give her a 7. And she doesn't rank any of the other girls. I know. <laughs> she was just being petty. She was being, I mean, that's how she knows how to express any kind of support mm-hmm. through rankings. McKee. McKee's like, I use over my shoulder. And it's like, so Giselle? Yeah, that's just what Giselle does. And Tyra goes, maybe your strength is being punched. Flip your neck back. Flip your head back. And Tyra's like, I wish I could punch you. I wish I could punch you. She's like, I'll be over later to give you some real world experience. (laughs) I'll slay me to the ground. Samantha is her hands. And And she she doesn't say her hand. She says, my hands. And I'm like, why do you feel the need to speak in weird accents? She's not interesting. But also, I do that. So, like, am I throwing shade I know. I was about to say, but, like, sometimes I do that. No, Samantha sucks. But we're charming. Stop. (laughs) So then Lauren Brie goes up and she's like, my thing is being awkward. And it's like, no, it's not. It's you being an alien. Or, like, you being angular. It hasn't ever been you being awkward. Uh-uh. And yeah, I think she doesn't, she just doesn't know what the proper terms are. Like, it's like, like, no, she's all angles and like, <laughs> then Sheena calls her motions. <laughs> Sheena's right. 
And Tyra um, goes, no, you're not awkward. You're like the surfer chick. What the fuck no. kind of signature pose is the surfer chick? No. And I love that, like, not only does she, we do get, do we get two talking heads of Sheena calling Lauren Brie boring, <laughs> but I think we get, like, Alina. I think Alina says, no, I think Marjorie says that she's boring after this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, oh, everyone thinks Lauren Brie's boring. It's, yeah. like, it's like across the board. Oh, okay. yeah. They all talk shit. Mm-hmm. Sheena's up next and she's like, I'm diva-esque. And it's like, no, oh. you're like curvy. Yeah. You're like the curvy girl, even though you're exactly. still like stick thin. You got tits right. and you got an ass. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very bizarre. But then Tyra deems her signature pose the cultural dance. Do you know what an African dance is? And Sheena starts popping it. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, that's Tyra goes, not, no, no, not culture. use your arms. Sure. Think of the dance from The Lion King. Hunt of the Lioness. Do you remember? It's on my Facebook. Yes, I'm going to post it's it. It's Cat Harms just doing food haze. <laughs> it it's is amazing. incredible. I still think about it like at least once a week. Uh, <laughs> no, it was a bunch of white girls though. It so was a it bunch of amazing. white girls doing a dance they should not have been doing. But it was beautifully choreographed. <laughs> yes, good job Rachel. <laughs> good job Claire Cooney. So then Jocelyn, her signature pose she says is, I don't know, I like to pose wide. <laughs> okay. Here's what her signature pose should have been. They should have been like, yes, so like the Vitruvian man. Mm-hmm. But then Tyra goes, no, you're, you get really stiff when you're trying to be intense, but you have a very beautiful profile. That's your signature pose. Exactly. And then Alina goes, I don't even know what Alina said she was, but Tyra dubs her top model of the world, which what? What does that mean? <laughs> not, none of it makes any sense. Like, the, actually. The, liter- the only one that makes sense <laughs> is Marjorie, who goes, I'm going to be the hunchback of Notre Dame in her little French accent that she's allowed to have because she's from France, she's but it's still annoying. French, but it's like... <laughs> and Tyra's like, oh, you're doing it too literal. And she does. She looks like the elephant man. Mm-hmm. She is fully <laughs> inverted. She's like doing a downward dog without her hands on the ground. It's very Yeah, she strange. really is. Like a do is just do like, she's like 100% like bent over. Like, yeah. <laughs> but instead of bending it's, from the hip, she's bending from her upper back. It's really weird. It's strange looking. Yeah. Um, but, um, but she she does well. She's the only one that gets it. And then Tyra says, the winner gets to choose a friend, and you both will get diamonds. 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 And, which we always say is the worst prize. Like, it's like, diamonds? No. And especially this one. Oh, well, we'll get there. So the winner's Marjorie. Who the Duh. who do you think she's going to pick? Annalise. Because they're BFF. So Lauren Brie goes, of course she chose Annalie. They're the couple of the house. And I was like, if I was in the house, I would also have that one friend that I'm like too close with and everyone thinks we're lesbians and it's Uh the only person I want to talk to. Yeah. You know? What's so wrong about that? What's the problem? (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'll talk to other people, but I usually just want to talk to like this one person only. Yeah. Ever. At all. girls bond and we go in and out and you... Sometimes you're we really close with one person for a while. Anyway. Why are you attacking Annalie and Marjorie like this, guys? So they go to select one piece of golden diamond jewelry. And Annalie chooses a diamond <laughs> peace sign necklace. 
Oh. I just wrote ew, ew. I know it's, it's like, 2008, again, but please. Ref- even then, what are it you was doing? And, okay, to reference The Office again in the second time this episode, it's like how Pam said, no woman buys herself heart-shaped jewelry. We have found the woman who buys herself peace sign-shaped jewelry. Ugh, it's no. horrible. No. And it was also like a third of the price of Marjorie. So I was like, girl, you got gypped. Yeah. She needs to and she doesn't on. have any taste. Bad choices, bad taste. Tyra Mail, you girls better bring it or you're never working in this town again. <laughs> that was very Maria Bamford of you. Thank you. <laughs> like, very. Wow. Um, so they head to the Orpheum Theater with and has a marquee that says, Night of the Fierces. Um, and they sit down and there's an, intera- an introduction for, for Jay. And they're like, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jay Manuel. And then like, he's like, so you guys are going to be posing with hot male models. And I was like, were they? Did they? Yeah, only a few of them. Like only a few I, of I them. I took note of when they were there. Mm-hmm. But also with hot male photographer <laughs> Mike Rosenthal. Yay, he's back. <laughs> we don't care. We don't care that they don't use any other photographers this season. <laughs> I was we like, I, that's enough. Hey, Dad. Is this his second or up? third time? Hmm? Is this his second or this third season? time this season? I'm gonna. I can control F my notes because I feel like it, this is the third time this season. Right? <sighs> Damn. No, I'm sorry, the second. Oh, okay. Well, so the Pharisee Awards already aired on the Tyra show. And today the girls are going to be shooting unscripted moments from award shows. And Marjorie is first. Right. Her shtick is that she has to pee, but she can't get out of her gown. And Mr. J wants her to use her hunchback signature pose. (laughs) Signature pose. (laughs) She whispers ominously. Um, she kills and it. And Marjorie's like, yeah, Marjorie's like, I'm not a good actress. And it's like, A, didn't you become an actress after the show ended? Did she? And B, she turned it. Yeah, she did great. And then at Crushed the end of her it. shoot, she like accidentally flushes the toilet. And then Mr. J goes, good job. Now I have to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a thing. Yeah. Um, I also do. How do you feel about this photo shoot? Like the theme of this photo shoot in general? Um, I don't know. I mean... It's fine. I think they limited themselves with just doing, like, embarrassing unscripted moments. Because there's so many award show moments they could have chosen from that would have been more Mm -hmm. interesting. Because it reminds me of the Cycle 7, like, the famous people photo shoot. Where it's like, this is a cute idea and a cute theme. I I wish the execution was a little bit better. It would have been more interesting if they were impersonating celebrities, like, at award shows. Like, one of them could have been Halle Berry, like Tyra uh mentions later. Like, iconic award show looks. I love that. Did, did they do that ever on this show? Like Hilary Swank in her backless dress is what comes to mind. Or like Bjork. B- of course. Swan dress. Of course. No, I don't ever think so. That would be a really good idea, though. And I can't believe they didn't. We should be creative directing the show. Damn. Bye, Jay. No. Never, <laughs> never bye to him. So then Sam's next. Ugh, she blows it. She's reading cue cards and the lights are too bright. I'm sorry. I'm really mad at Sam. <laughs> she blows it. She's the new Clark. Like, she she just comes on screen Clark's and we're gone. like, Sam's bye. Punching back. We're like, we have to face our vitriol on someone else. And Samantha's the girl who can't read her cue cards. And she keeps being like, oh, oh I can't see. 
<laughs> I am blind. Yeah. Hand to forehead. It's just Everything like, is fake. difficult. What a struggle. <laughs> and then, so yeah, she doesn't do good. And then Alina's thing is that she gets over emotional and has fake tears. Because so she- producer, the production was like, we know what your shtick is going to be. Yeah. So we want this to be your problem. Can she lose control? And so they Can give her give a off? fake tear when she walks out. And But then all of her shots are coming off fake. So Mr. J is like, I'll take Tyra's job of breaking the girls down. He's like, I'll take this one today. He asks her, so when did you feel that you weren't good enough? And she immediately starts crying. <laughs> like, I was like, that's some Bachelorette-esque, yes. like, like, production. Like, <laughs> you know, taking a girl in the limo and, make, and driving her around for three hours trying to get her to cry and then being like, so you had an eating disorder, right? Like, do you think? Do you think The Bachelor eliminated you because you're fat? Oh, yeah, she was starved out. Yes. And you know, like, he had a little Bluetooth in his ear and production was like, okay, um, from what we know about her past, she was just talking about her mom. So ask her, ask her if she feels good enough. Does, it, does her mother love her? <laughs> does it, ask her if her mother loves her. Is she acclimating She's... to American culture? Um, does she feel like an immigrant? <laughs> <laughs> does she like her weave? So, Does she like her weed? <laughs> so Sorry, she starts like truly crying. And then at the end of her shoot, Mr. J hugs her and he's like, you did fine. You did all right. And then they annihilate her during judging. Um, but her hair did look gorgeous. Yeah. Lauren Bree, uh, she's the girl that trips walking onto the stage. And she, I don't know if somebody posed her or if she posed herself, but it's like a really weird way to fall. No one, because it's like, they should have had a tumbler on set to, like, somebody who could show her how to fall properly. So she's not, like, yeah, you know, or, like, a mat that she could fall onto that they would edit out in post. Or, like, in motion falling. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's like, weird. She's already, like... Why did you give her the the thing that she's supposed to be falling, but not give her something to allow her to yeah. be comfortable? It's like, of course she was, like, like a, a rock on her way down because, like... I mean, I would be that way, too. Yeah, because you don't want to hurt yourself. Also, Jennifer Lawrence who? <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence saw this episode and was like, I know it. I'm going to do it with Oscars. <laughs> she was inspired. Definitely. So, Lauren Bree's impact. Then McKee's next, and she's playing the girl who thinks she's going to win but doesn't. And that's where the male models were. Because yeah. they were, like, she sitting all around one. her. She looks beautiful, and she does great. Uh, amazing. Um, And then amazing. Marjorie... <laughs> Oh, no, Marjorie already went, but there's, like, a scene where Sheena's poking Marjorie's fake boobs. Because she hasn't, like, sewn into her dress. She's like, where did these come from? And Sheena plays the girl whose dress is stepped on. And Marjorie's, like, the other girl in the shot. Mm -hmm. And Sheena Mm -hmm. has a male model as well. Yes. And Sheena reeled it in to her detriment. Yeah. That's my note. She wasn't believable. Mm-mm. And it's like, Sheena, you be the girl who, if they stepped on your dress, you would swing. Mm-hmm. Swing! Yeah, so swing. Swing. Go for it. Be, yeah. This isn't real Give life. Give variety. So then Jocelyn's next, and she plays a girl who's wearing the same dress as Lauren Bree. I have no notes on Jocelyn. Me either. I just have, she's finally fashion. Mm-hmm. Because then, Annalie. An interviewer with attitude. And this is when Anna Lee figures out who she is. She's the actress. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. 
Mm-mm. She's the interview with attitude. And it's like, why do you play bitchy so well? Yeah. But she does look like an entirely different person. I was looking at her and I was like, wow, Annalie, like I didn't recognize you. Yeah. You look great. We're back at the house. All I have is Sam is doing a Rubik's Cube. <laughs> yeah. And then Lauren Bree and Annalie are like the most nervous for judging. And it's like, of course. Judging? Yeah. We see like a mini movie going into judging of Tyra posing with the Fiercy Award. Uh, by the way, just so you get a visual, a Fiercy Award is an outline of Tyra with a ponytail. <laughs> it really is. It's a silver outline of Tyra with a ponytail, like bouncing, um, like an Ariana Grande ponytail. Yes. Yes. And Tyra is standing in front of the panel wearing a hood dress. It is I not I am uh, offended. I feel like she took everything I hated and decided to like whip it in my face in that moment. Yeah. It was terrible. It's not great. No. I like it in theory. I don't even think I like it in theory. <laughs> I think if it was a different fabric and it wasn't black, it could be a moment. Mm. But like... If Miss J was wearing it, different story. Yeah, fabulous. Different reaction. I just wish it was a cape rather than a hood. Yes. Okay. I'm into that. Yeah, because it was attached to the dress. If it was an, a mm. cape with its own hood and then she could do yeah. it, that'd be something. Uh, that would be so cheap. So Tyra explains the hood. She goes, I am wearing a hood because this week was all about dramatics. And you can call me Little Black Riding Hood. Tyra Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> I love like, that you still don't know her last or her middle name. I just, I just can't. I can't with her. No, you're never going to win an Oscar. Anyway. The guest judge is Mike Rosenthal. My boyfriend. And first up is Mickey. They say beautiful. Nigel says, this is the most beautiful picture I've ever seen of you. So Nigel's in love with Mickey. Yeah, Nigel definitely, Mickey is definitely Nigel's pick this season. Oh yeah. He wants to fuck Sheena, but he like loves Mickey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He doesn't, <laughs> he hates all the girls he wants to fuck. Which yeah, is. He's meanest to the girls he wants to fuck because yeah. he can't get, he can't get up in there. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that middle school bullshit that we teach women like if a boy's mean to you, it means he likes Ugh, you. That, that is not love. No, that's, um, that's toxic. It's, it's toxic. So Sheena, uh, Tyra loves her outfit this week. She looks she's very great. classy. She looks like a ballet dancer, dance teacher. Yes, she's a bunhead. <laughs> oh, rest in peace. Yeah. I miss bunheads. So, I'm fine with younger, but bunheads is great. She, her eyes are looking too far over to the left, and she looks a little possessed. She needs to cheat it. Anna Lee, they're impressed with her character, but she's still modeling. Yes, amazing, gorgeous. Samantha modeling with emotion. Is wearing a Hollister shirt, a pink little snap button up Hollister shirt. Absolutely not. As if I didn't hate her enough. Exactly. Are you? No. It's also 2008. Like, it's like. Absolutely not. That's entirely unacceptable. Like, Mm-mm. entirely Mm-mm. unacceptable. Mm-mm. It's like shopping at Aeropostale in 2018. Exactly. <laughs> it's, just, it's like, just don't do it. So they say her shot is not exciting. She seems sad or like she might sneeze. But the composition is gorgeous. Yeah, the picture itself. Good job, Mike Rosenthal. My boyfriend. <laughs> 
Jocelyn, this is the prettiest they've shot that they've seen of her in the competition. Mm-hmm. And she's like, starts crying. She's like, I've always been real insecure about my nose. And I'm like, Jocelyn, why? And, you got a great nose. And then Tyra goes, we all have insecurities. Go, go away. Tyra's like, I have a big forehead. Yeah. And it's like, no, you bring it up all the time. We know. We know. It's not even that big. No. Now, you can look like the guy from like, or Mask. <laughs> That's Mask? movie from the 80s. Yeah. Then who's next? Marjorie. Uh, Marjorie. Nigel says, this is the most extraordinary position and you still kept your mouth relaxed. And she did. I'm sorry. What accent was that? You know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, I need, like, this, this, because that was definitely not, like, Nigel, like, noted fashion photographer Nigel Barker. It was definitely really close to, like, Twiggy? Tiny Tim. <laughs> was it close not to Not even, Twiggy? like, like, Charles Dickens, like. <laughs> <laughs> so then Tyra takes credit for Marjorie's photo and goes, I could tell that you used the tips from my teach to really excel in the photo shoot. You're welcome. Literally, the only thing she says to Marjorie is like, thank you for using the co- the tips that I gave you. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. So Lauren Bree looks like she's floating on the stairs. She doesn't look like she fell. She didn't let go. And she relied on her hair and makeup. Why didn't they just like let her lay on the floor on the stairs? Yeah, that was like the, that was Mike Rosenthal. And that's Jay's what fault. it, sh- that's Mike Rosenthal's, like that's a bad photography. Like it's like, no, you don't need to be falling. You should have just been like looking humiliated, like on the steps. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Or like some, <laughs> like, yeah, just variety. Come on. Yeah. Like Jennifer Lawrence, when she fell, like even she took a second to like put her hands on like her writ, like on, oh damn, sorry. Um, to put her like fists on the ground and be like, oh shit, what the fuck just happened? So. So do that. Anyway. Basically, they just say like they love uh, Lauren Bree's face, but they, you know, they need a better wide. And then Alina shows up and they're like, no, we don't like your photo. Yeah, flat out. It's really bad. It's not. Tyra's like, I could tell in your frames that you were actually crying, but it still wasn't good. (laughs) Can you imagine being told like it's like? So you bared a lot of your emotional traumas. It still wasn't enough. No, but then Alina cries and she's like, "That's literally, uh, that's Mm -hmm. what I can do for you." Then, so I guess I'm not good enough. And they're like, basically, no. Lauren Bree's gonna go home though. They're like. You're not good enough, but we still have other people we want to get rid of before you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So deliberation, Sheena's going downhill, but she finally looked classy in person. Paulina hates Sheena. Hates her. Um, McKee just has so much potential and keeps growing and growing and growing. Paulina finally thinks Annalie's a model. Miss J impersonates her bitchy face, and Tyra goes, is that good or bad? And Miss J goes, good. Sam. It's good. They're like, good photography, but she's not good. Thanks for complimenting my boyfriend, who also says, like, nothing in any of these these critiques. Jocelyn. The guest judges really don't anymore. Most beautiful we've seen her. Mm -hmm. Marjorie, favorite of the day, says Mm -hmm. Mike Rosenthal. And the judges. For the first thing he ever says. Um, and the judges, j'adore Marjorie. Alina has a gorgeous face, but she didn't do her job properly. And no one is sold by it. And Lauren Bree, you're done. You're done. Call out order. Marjorie, Annalie, 
McKee, and then my next is just question marks. It's just Samantha. Yeah. Elena. <laughs> Jocelyn. <laughs> yeah. What? Why? Why is Lauren Bree going home over any of them? Okay. Why is Jocelyn so far in the bottom? Considering they had no critiques about her photo. Why is she third to the like? Why is she almost to last? Like I don't know. close to last. I don't know. So the bottom two, Lauren Bree and Sheena, because they are polar opposites. Lauren Bree, you're odd and alien-esque, but you lack personality. And Sheena, your personality shines through, but you're not a model, bitch. Bitch, you ain't no model. And bye, Lauren Bree. And then my next note is just what? Like, I don't under- Ellipses. Yeah. What? And she Why? doesn't hug anyone. She just leaves. No, she just walks out. She's like, okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. Like, she were over it. Yeah. And she does. She goes, yeah, I guess I just gave up. I don't know. And, like, look, Tyra's like, I just need you to have more personality. And Lauren's like, I have friends. And Tyra's like, even people with friends need to have personality. It's, like, it's just like, oh, Tyra's, like, just not letting her. Tyra's like, no, this is the narrative we gave you. You better lean in. What Messy. happened to Lauren Brie? Lauren Bree was, before Anna Lee, was the most successful girl from Cycle 11. Yay! Um, and, which is why everyone for a time thought that this was one of the worst eliminations in top model history. It's so dumb. I would agree. Yeah. It's stupid. Uh, she signed with a bunch of agencies. Um, she's still working. And um, I think she's having a baby. Like, I remember I was looking at her Instagram a few days ago, and I was like, wow, good for you having a baby. Hell yeah. Congratulations. Good job, Lauren Bree. Okay, so we're skipping the recap episode. I watched it. Of course you did. Well, I just left it on in the background. So jumping into episode eight, because now we're finally aligned. The title is, Now You See Me, Now You Don't. So the judges don't think Sheena's model-esque, so Alina's crying in the car because she's more reserved. It's European. Nobody understands her. And Marjorie goes, I understand you, Alina. When I cried, my mom told me to shut up. And they're like, we both have a commonality. Europeans. Ha ha. Europeans. And then Sam pipes up. Sam needs to shut her damn mouth. Yeah, Sam, shut the fuck up. But she goes, didn't you guys move here when you were like eight? You've had like 11 years to adapt. What's the problem? And Alina starts crying, and she's like, do you understand how hurtful that is? And Sheena goes, do you guys not like America? It sounds like you're blaming America. The the ignorance. The ignorance ignorance. has never been more real. My my actual next note is just, do y'all's arms hurt? Because y'all are reaching. They both get driven to the border and start helping Trump build a wall. Literally. Like, they are the kind of people who call border control, border patrol and people who, like, are in the middle of Manhattan. It's like, I'm 100 miles from my border. Oh, Jesus. Oh, <laughs> like, God. it doesn't mean you're not an asshole. Then Sam goes in her talking head, they're both so annoying. They're blaming their problems on being immigrants. And then Sheena goes, again, don't you like living in America? And Alina says, you saying that is like telling me to go back to my country. It is. And Sheena goes, my mom's an immigrant. Like, it's not about where you're from. It's where you're going. And Jocelyn's like, I'm sick. Everybody shut the fuck up. Yeah. Jocelyn's like, I'm fucking tired. <laughs> I'm fucking tired. And okay, so I I do. 
I do weirdly, I don't un- appreciate or agree with the way Sheena or Samantha came out this, but it seems like that it's sometimes it's like Marjorie and Alina are just like, oh, I'm European, you're never going to understand. And it's like, but explain. Yeah. Like, le- I want to understand. I want to know. Don't dismiss me because you think I just don't. Well, Sam irritates me more than Sheena just because I'm like, Sheena has a leg to stand on. Sheena's mother yes. is an immigrant. So she can have right. her own perspective on it and say, I don't agree with you. I, the way she's doing it is wrong. Yeah. But she can not agree with them. because She has her own mm-hmm. experience. Sam, you're a white blonde girl that was born in this country. I'm sure your family owned slaves. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. Shut the fuck up. Take a seat. Shut the fuck up. Like, you don't you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. And your your line of thinking, your way or your approach of coming to edit is actually in 2018 getting people murdered. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, Ten years to later. To put it frankly, it's dangerous. Yeah. She's like, come on, show love for your country. Them not loving America is, they're traitors. You know, it's like, it's, yeah. like, oh, you don't like holidays? What are you doing here? You know, it's it's totally a brainwashed, it's creepy. It's like 1984 it's shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Sam, if we wondered if Samantha voted for Donald Trump, I would solidly put that in the yes category or she didn't vote because they're Ugh. both terrible you yeah probably um, so then tyra mail yes tyra mail this is this one was easy it's just work it sell it own it mm. and my next three notes are oh my god yes Unexpected swirl. Unexpected. I did not know the swirl was coming. A swirl, swirl, a swirl, 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 swirl. One of us is ordinary, <laughs> but the two of us, extraordinary. Swirl, swirl, swirl. I shrieked <laughs> when they came. I did not know this was happening. Thank God. And then we're going to get to it. I'm going to hold oh, on my yeah, excitement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the Swirl Twins are there to show accessories. <laughs> <laughs> they call them, they also call them accessories. <laughs> We're going to show you girls the versatility of a garment. <laughs> so Sheena is swirl, swirl, swirling with a scarf. She does great. Yeah. Jocelyn, they're like, show us how to turn that handbag from night to day. And she's like, I can just, if I hold it, I can hold it. By its handle. And then during night, I can just make it into a clutch and hold it underneath my arm. And I was like, good for and you, Jocelyn. Applaud her. Get yes, it. Jocelyn. Smart girl. And then the Swirl Twins go, this is now going to turn into a challenge. And the girls see somebody on stage wearing a green screen spandex suit. Like a, a Charlie Day. Yeah, It's always sunny in Philadelphia green man outfit. Yep. And they're dancing. And they're they're wearing clothes. And there's a monitor, too, which shows the green screen aspect where all you can see is the clothes. And then the man takes off the green headpiece and it is... <laughs> it's James St. James! I, I don't know who blessed us up in here on this day with all of this greatness. I know. How do you handle that? Meeting the Swirl Twins and James St. James in one day? And it, I mean, in terms of our, our, our bless up and being able to recap this, we got Mike Rosenthal, we got James oh, St. James, yeah. and we got Swirl? 
We but then we get Whitney, have- which I feel like is minus 10. Oh, and we also get somebody else. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so James so- explains that the challenge is they're going to have an avant-garde fashion show. And it's like a private private fashion preview of what's uh, her name? Petrozilla? Petrozilla? Petrozilla like is the name of the fashion company. But the designer's I name's like Noni Trechamboni. Noni Zamboni. When you hear <laughs> your family. Sounds like somebody that owns an Olive Garden franchise. I was going to say Noni Zamboni sounds like like, <laughs> the, t- like the, the childhood villain in like a Sandlot-esque like, 90s movie starring like Bug Hall. <laughs> I just watched the Sandlot at the White Sox Stadium. They played it after a game. I haven't seen The Sandlot since, like, 1996. Oh, girl, you have to rewatch. You have to rewatch. Moving on. Then Noni Zamboni comes out, and she talks about her (laughs) private fashion collection. And James comes out wearing a porcupine suit. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, look, that's what it was. I was trying to describe it. I was like, is it horns? Is it, like, a dinosaur outfit? It's It's definitely a porcupine suit. But it's all white. Yeah. And he has pearls around his neck, and I was like, that is oh, yeah. brilliant. But what takes away from that is that he announces Anne Choquette, Hillary's and she comes out. mortal enemy. And she goes, the winner of today's fashion show will get a spot in our holiday story shoot in Seventeen Magazine. Great. So then Anne's going to judge the challenge with Noni Zamboni. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> I need to get a dog and name it Noni Please. I'm going to now. The next <laughs> animal I get in my life will be named Zoni. I think actually crying. It's Noni Totterman, first of all. You got Noni right. I don't want to know that. Noni Zamberni. So all the girls are wearing the green screen suits. Fun fact. Uh, when I was a senior in college, I got a job with what's that insurance company that always shows the test drive dummies? Oh, I don't Allstate. remember. I know what you're talking about. So though. it was for Allstate, and yeah. I had to wear a test drive dummy suit. It was like what the girls wear, but in yellow. And I know there's a picture somewhere. I'll try to. Pick it. <laughs> it's very embarrassing. We're in a pretend car. We look like clowns. Alina would be like me in this challenge because she's like puts the bodysuit over her face. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I can't breathe. And I'm like, no. yep. The, they all look kind of ridiculous. They do. They have like, the colors all clash with the green. It's like pur- dark purples and like pinks. It looks really weird. Mm-hmm. And it's like, maybe on screen it'll look cool. But the audience can see them on stage. So like. Wh- it's very weird. Like. It's weird. They should have kept the girls like behind a screen yeah. and then just projected the, on the monitor. I agree. So Alina, she needs to let go, and McKee wants to show the fullness of her skirt. Yeah, McKee, yeah. And she just pulls the dress, like, all the way out like a baby girl does, which she's yeah. like, look at my dress! Marjorie's she's wearing, like, a tube dress, and the top immediately goes down to her waist. And you can see her boobs, like... I thought it was intentional the green until, like, they said, like, oh, her dress is falling off. And I was like, I would be mortified. 
and it, it's down when she walks when on she stage. Walks on it's stage. not like it fell down while she was out. No, there. I, yeah, she definitely came out. And I, so I was like, I thought, I like, because I was like, oh, I thought there was a dress, just a skirt. And then I, so I was like, oh, no, that is not on correctly. No. Annalie, she does like a cute pose with her pearls. Yeah. Sam takes her jacket off and then tries to put it back on. It is Ugh. so bad. But again, Sam is not a runway girl. She's not a model. Jocelyn takes the belt off that's around her dress and then does like a strip tease kind of last pose with just her wrist showing, holding the belt. Is she exits? It's very odd. It's like very no one does odd. good. Like everyone does terribly. And it's amazing. Yeah. It's like The winner is you, the person so that does the least bad. Mm-hmm, basically. And then we also notice at this point that Annalie and Sheena have the same dress, but I think Sheena's is yellow and Annalie's is red. Or maybe the other way around. I think it's the other way around. Yeah, and Sheena keeps twirling and twirling and twirling. Yeah, she doesn't pose. Feedback. Jocelyn, it looked like a strip show. Sheena, too much movement. And the winner is Alina. Hooray! Choose two friends. She's like in the thruple now of Marjorie and Annalie. Mm-hmm. So she chooses them. Yeah. And Sam's pissed Alina won. She's like, Alina's an atheist and she hates holidays. I love Christmas. And I was like, you are too trumpeteer right mm-hmm. now. I can't even handle it. And it's like, it. it's like, are you just 19 and dumb? Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. And like, I'm willing to give people the benefit of the doubt. Or she's 18, I'm sorry, but still not great. And then my, my next note is just 17 shoot. Everyone does well. Yeah, Marjorie looked really good during it. I think they she all should always great. wear red eyeshadow. Yeah. Tyra Male? Yeah. Tyra Male. A well-read model is always prompt. Oh, I thought she said hot. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> teleprompter. Yeah, yeah. no, I get Yeah, it's it. dumb. <laughs> so Jocelyn, she's feeling really nauseous at this point. She's under the weather, mm-hmm. and there's so many things that are eating at her. She's not doing well in the competition either. So it's like, she's already sick, and probably the anxiety of all of this is not helping with her. And everybody's fighting. Yeah. Which is also, the energy in the house is probably so Mm -hmm. horrible. Yeah. We get this scene in the kitchen, and Annalie put teriyaki sauce on her chicken. And Sam goes, oh, what sauce is that? And she goes, teriyaki. And Sam does an offensive Asian accent. I was like, like, we're not even going to bother even trying to, like, do it. No, we're not going to do it. Because it was so awful. Like, it was just like. I didn't didn't even understand what she said, which should be an indicator of how it was. And then Annalie tells her, um, you, that could be offensive Mm -hmm. to some people. You probably shouldn't do that. And Sam goes, I'm not offending anyone. And Sheena goes, I'm Asian and I'm not offended. Let's unpack this. Okay. So... I'm black, in case y'all were wondering. In case y'all forgot, (laughs) (laughs) I'm black. There are jokes that I laugh at that I can understand how other black people would not find them funny. How, like, like, I, like, I'll use this reference. I laugh at blackface when the joke about blackface is how ridiculous blackface is. On 30 Rock, when Jenna Maroney shows up in black, and they're all like, no, 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 you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't. Like, that is one of my favorite jokes of all time. Oh, and she because- sings the song from The Wiz. <laughs> yes, it's so terrible. Down, down mm-hmm. Because it's also, like, hilarious. It's like, yeah, that's the kind of, like, unaware whiteness that I've had to deal with my entire life. So that's mm-hmm. also why I find it funny. Yes. But I don't tell people 
as a blanket statement where like, oh, I'm black, so you can't be offended. Like you, that's not offensive to me or that's not offensive at all because I'm black. It's like, no, yeah. I wouldn't say that to pretty much anyone, realistically. You do not know what they're offended by. Don't try to explain what they will be offended by. Exactly. It's that simple. It really is that simple. And if someone tells you you've offended them, apologize and move forward and don't say that you didn't. You don't, that's not your decision. Yeah. Sheena, you have a duty here and your duty is to be like, I'm not personally offended, but, but. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) I'm not offended. I don't find it offensive, but. The main culprit is Sam. Again, blonde white girl from California. You have no business. I like the fact that we None. say, is she from, Cal- oh, she is from California. I was, I, I just said that like blankly to be like offensive. She's also from Santa Monica. It's like, she's from Los Angeles. Like, she's not far from home. You can go home, Sam. Uh, <clears throat> you can walk to your house. Go ahead. So yes, bottom line is don't do offensive accents, especially if you're white. Uh-huh. Thank you. <laughs> like, basically. So at this point, Sheena says she's not offended, but Alina and Marjorie like share a look, like a knowing, like a... <laughs> mm-hmm. And then Sheena goes off on them. Off. And it's Alina, Marjorie, and Anna Lee versus Sheena and Sam. And Sheena goes, stop putting it all on being European. Just come out of your shell. Mm-hmm. You talked about that holiday spread and you don't even believe in holidays. So did Alina say that? Because both Sam and Sheena said, you're an atheist, you don't even like holidays. I think she said that like during casting week or something. She said that really early on. I thought she said she was just an atheist. I don't think she said she didn't like holidays. That's to me as I'm like- Well, also not all holidays are religious. Yeah, so I'm like, that's really innocuous and really like- like, yeah, that's the it thing is a that we need to unpack. Statement. Like, yeah. what the fuck did, did Arbor Day do to you? What yeah. about Earth Day? What about Thanksgiving? What about Thanksgiving? Oh, well, that is Well, she's that a vegan. Yeah. <laughs> she's a Fourth vegan. Fourth of July. She's not American. Uh, St. Patrick's Day? New Year's. New Year's? Who doesn't celebrating a new year? Right? Like, it's like, so if Alina said that she didn't like holidays, then yes, that's fucked up. But that also does not mean Alina should not take a job that gets yeah, her access. That's whatever puts money on the table. Like, yeah. you don't, you're selling yourself constantly. You're allowed to, like, not do everything that you genuinely believe in, mm-hmm. as long as, like, it doesn't hurt your spirit. If yeah. you're like, oh, I'm really against this. Or, I don't, yeah. I can't do this job. It's like, yeah, so if they ask you to put a meat carcass on your body, you had the right She's to be like, no. probably not gonna do it. Yeah. But like a holiday, like a holiday spread in a magazine where you get to hold like a disco ball and wear like a sparkly dress, that is harming no one. So they, no, Sheena goes, you, you did a, a holiday spread when you don't like holidays, so you're a liar. And then Alina and Marjorie go, oh, no, I think that makes me a hypocrite. Yeah, I loved that. <laughs> they write. <laughs> yeah. And then like, Sheena goes, so are you finished? And Alina is totally calm this whole time. And she goes, are, are you, you finished? finished? Good job, Alina. Honestly. And it's like, yes, I can see where Sheena was frustrated because, yes, like a Marjorie and Alina shouldn't have been like <laughs> these silly Americans, like in front of all of them. But at the same time, like y'all lost the plot. As soon as they all, they lost their temper, Sam and yeah. Sheena. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's how you lose an argument. Mm-hmm. And Sheena describes the argument in the house as the battle between good and evil. Meaning her and Sam are good. Are good. Yeah. Sheena, we are good love Americans. you. Just go join everybody else and leave Sam on the other Seriously, side. Seriously, we literally want, we do not want you to be on the side with Sam. No. No. You're better than that. Like, You're better than that. You're better than that. Um, and so... <laughs> 
So Jocelyn's sick in bed this entire time. She missed the fight, which is another reason we love Jocelyn. <laughs> and you know she's sick because she's like laying in bed, like with her hand, like her hand on her forehead, like, oh, fuck. Baby. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh shit. Yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm not leaving this house alive. Seriously. Tyra made me a promise when I walked in and she was right. <laughs> the girls are taken to a beautiful mansion in Bel Air and Mr. J greets them. And there's somebody sitting in a pool chair outside. Who but could the backs turn to them. Who is it? And it's CoverGirl commercial day. So guess who's there? Our newest CoverGirl. Whitney. Whitney. <laughs> My <laughs> next note is all caps. Oh, fuck no. Not excited for Whitney. And it's they're modeling the CoverGirl eye enhancer collection. Yes. And the girls get a teleprompter because... In seasons past, they always forget their lines. And they're like, I'm tired of this. We don't have the money to afford this. I'm giving you a teleprompter because at least a teleprompter is basically the side the price that it would take to give you 18 takes. True. And the girls are each going to get five takes. Sam is up first. And like she gets to walk through the set and they walk her through and tell her like, oh, okay, you get up here and you walk and you Mm -hmm. stop here and you walk and you stop here and you show the product and you walk down the stairs. Bye. Yeah. Sam has too much makeup on. This is when I was like, Sam is not a beauty girl. Sam sounded like she was in the middle school play. Like, you know that SNL skit where they're like, welcome to our play. And it's like not natural and very over the top. Exactly. And her first take is hilarious. And she holds up the product like, hey, (laughs) cover girl, makeup. It's not a good look. She holds it up like the beer can. But Jay likes it. My next note is just. Ha 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 ha. Alina is a fucking robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. She's, She's like, way too fast. Have you way ever seen fast. a cover girl? Smile. <laughs> it's very uncomfortable. <laughs> um, McKee is doing what we have dubbed the Allison special last season. She's leaning back with her arm back on her chair. Like oh, yeah. almost completely yeah. at 180 degrees. Like she's almost <laughs> It's like flat. really trying to look relaxed, but you look the exact opposite. And, and my she wins my heart again because you know I love McKee. When she's walking and she take goes down the wrong set of stairs. And she's yeah. like, where are you going? She's like, I'm walking down the stairs. And they're like, but now we're in your shot. No, they're like, those are like two steps that lead to the sunken living room. We want you to walk down the actual staircase that's mm-hmm. going to take you outside. Mm-hmm. She's like, like you're leaving. oh, okay. It's hilarious. She's so happy. And then on her third take, she's like digging in her purse. Like, she's trying to find a product. Like, <laughs> ah, oh, McKee. That would be me, though. Cracking under pressure. <laughs> yeah, just like, I would I have can't. like an Annalie take, and then I'd get to the point where I have to find the product, and I'd be like, oh. <laughs> then I turn into Marjorie. My only note for Annalie is Annalie, comma, of course. My note is Annalie, a.k.a. Steve Carell's co-star. This episode, if you don't believe the cover girl picks the winner theory, this is why Annalie makes top three. This episode. Mm-hmm. It, this was when it's like, I feel like cover this girl was like. This is what saved her. Yes. yes. This is what saved her. She, she would have go gone home. home. Yeah. Without yeah. question. Which makes me wonder if Lauren Bree had made it for this shoot, if they had sent somebody else home. Nick has a, had a note about that, actually. Ooh, Nick. He did, about some behind-the-scenes stuff. Um, so apparently that Lauren Bree has short-term memory loss, and the rumor oh. was that this was going to be used as her storyline for the CoverGirl commercial, but, but because she got 
eliminated one week earlier, that explains why Jocelyn got eliminated pretty much out of nowhere this week. Because yeah. I don't think Jocelyn deserved to. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so, yeah, Annalie kills it. Yeah. Jocelyn straight up throws up. We see her throwing up. Let her go home. She's infectious. I mean, you can tolerate anything until you're puking. And then you need to go home. Yeah, but also nine times out of ten always feel so much better after I've oh, thrown yeah. up. So I was hoping that this shoe would have a big turn. I'm a big fan of like the like sometimes your body just needs to get it out and then it's done. She looked like me on Saturday. <sighs> I, Amanda was texting me. I was the most hungover I've been in 2018. Nice. And I stumbled out of my bedroom and I walked into the bathroom. I'm sorry if this is too graphic. I just think it's really funny. <laughs> And my roommate was in the bathroom and she was mumbling. Did you vomit on her legs? No, no, no. She was mumbling, I think I might have to throw up. And I said, move. And I pushed her aside and I started vomiting in the toilet. And Megan, my roommate, starts throwing up in the shower at the same time. We were like that scene from Bridesmaids. And like mid-vom, we were like laughing. We were like, we feel so much closer. This is bonding. You're like, wow, we have never been more beautiful. And that's my CoverGirl commercial. When do I feel the most beautiful? I'm vomiting with my best friend in the shower. What's my secret? Sometimes my friend and I bond over vomit. (laughs) But yeah, I really felt for Jocelyn. Yeah. So yeah. And then Marjorie's up and she is Faith Paranu. Marjorie, oh, I'm, I'm going to read my lines like this because I don't know how they, blah, blah, blah. it was incredible. I'm, I was like, ooh, maybe she'll go into auctioning, Marjorie. And she's also, her hands are like, they look like fly swatters. They're going back and forth, back and forth. She's jerking her head. She's doing a rainbow with her hands it's too much like it's like somebody who's like trying to learn the early stages of learning how to talk with your hands and marjorie's crying of course it's amazing how for like non-emotional these european girls we see we have seen them cry more than anyone else yup um sheena is up next and sheena is she does amazing if annalee wasn't there would have been the best of the day it is incredible and she's like i believed in the product i did i really like turquoise i was like (laughs) sheena you are a fucking professional like you are a professional and you delivered and then jocelyn is just jocelyn is doing what we all have done which is trying to smile through the pain like yeah but she does it too much and it's way it's really bad and she's fake laughing she's like "Ah." mr j goes do they serve ham and cheese in between takes I love him. And when he said that I got, I made myself a ham and cheese sandwich. Stop. <laughs> like I was a grilled just thinking cheese. about that. I'm really hungry. I <laughs> me too. I'm going to get food after we're done. Oh, me too. <laughs> so back at the house. Sheena wants Marjorie or Alina to go home. She's like, they are the most spiteful and hateful to me. <laughs> Sheena, enough. So there's another thing about Sheena. Apparently the reason why Sheena and and Alina's squabbles got so real is because, A, they were also really close friends. Alina and Sheena were. Oh, really? Yeah. And also, Alina might have had a crush on Sheena. (gasps) And backed off once she found out that Sheena had a boyfriend at the time. Oh, is this Nick Notes? Yeah, these are Nick Notes. Coming up next on Nick Notes. (laughs) Coming up next on Nick Notes with Linda Ellaby. (laughs) (laughs) 
But like, wow, that mm, makes sense. That's some tea. Some sexual tension up in there. So panel. Yes. Yes. Frank Ockenfels, who's the director of their music video, or music video, their commercial. <laughs> Would have loved a music judge. video. This is not Enrique Iglesias again. And we finally, yes. they got my hopes up because they were like, we're going to give you a judging test. And I was like, a judging test? Yes. Finally. They throw it back to cycle six in the platform high heels and Tyra gives them these giant oversized clogs mm-hmm. to walk in. These wooden Dutch clogs. They're really terrible. Really ugly. And the judges are living. Like, this is one of those judging tests. I was just like, yes, you guys did this just because you wanted to amuse yourself. Because I was laughing. Like, everyone does terribly. Except Except Sheena. For Sheena. Sheena works some. I literally said, you better. You better, (laughs) Sheena. And this is why we can't hate Sheena. Because she Uh -uh. does shit like this. Because she's great. Yeah. And it's so frustrating because I'm like, I just want you to be on the good side of history. Yeah. Sam, Sam does the worst and then she exits and you hear a bang and the sound of somebody falling and Tyra dies laughing. <laughs> I was, I, oh, and then I was like, I'm really misjudging tests. Like, and this is when we find out that the judging test wasn't for real because pack your bags, girls, we're going to Amsterdam. The Swirl Twins come out spinning windmills. The Swirl Twins come out, they're like, Swirl, 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 Yolanda windmill, Foster windmill. comes out. <laughs> and then, yeah, Paulina puts on, like, some Dutch braids, like, <laughs> look like Heidi. And then there's, like, a border on the screen, like, with, like, Like a flowers. PowerPoint border. Like, it the just worst. Says, like, Amsterdam. Then we, then we judge some fucking photos. I mean, some videos, commercials. Some commercials. Sam just couldn't make it her own, and she didn't enunciate. She says she's ready. Yes, 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 So Marjorie's going way too fast and her hands and her head are uncontrollable. <laughs> Jay says that she looks like a chicken. He's like, bark, 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 bark. <laughs> You are Miss Jay. I am. <laughs> Lee, best cover girl commercial in the history of America's Next Top Model. Cycle 11 gave us two bests of yeah. in history. And her take has her putting on eyeshadow, like using the product. She was, but the I swear only she did girl. a take where she was putting on mascara. Oh well, who knows? And then Jocelyn Tyra goes, "I am so proud that I didn't see your sickness at all, but your laugh was so fake." Yeah, so that, fake. she gets eliminated about a fake laugh. That's what frustrates me. It's really out of nowhere. It's no worse than Alina's this should or have Marjorie's. Been the, on, the only reason why they eliminated someone in this episode is because they were going abroad. Otherwise, I think it would have been a non-elimination. Yeah. I think they would have taken... I think if it had been, like, the week before, they would have taken Jocelyn's illness into into account and been like, mm-hmm. yeah. we can't send you home. Like, yeah. this, should have, this should have been a non-elimination. No one did terribly, I think. I agree. Um, Except for Alina. <laughs> um, Alina... Who also ugh. has no personality. She just They describe the her performance as a closed fist. Yeah. It's true. Accurate. Great imagery. My next note is just Sheena. Sheena. Sheena, Work. Sheena, Sheena. Benta, benta, benta. <laughs> <laughs> Call back to the early stages of this podcast. Oh my God. Longtime listeners will oh, understand I that reference. That. Benta, wow. benta, benta. Um, <laughs> yeah, Sheena, she works it. She does great. She does uh, great, McKee, though. just the only note I have is beautiful, but not good. I laughed. I <laughs> laughed at her entire commercial. Poor McKee. It was really bad. It's not good. And I really like her, but it was really, really bad. 
Um, and so Jay is not here for it. But they're all no. like, the beginning was, a, a, she looks like a, she's drunk. Like, she looks like she's, like, leaning back, like, so how you doing today? It looked like a porn to me. It was, like, her like, leaning back oh, yeah. and the camera really zoomed in. In and that, like, like Bella house come with close all the glass. To- yeah. It could have like easily she was about transitioned to, take to a porn. Like Hitachi, like a Hitachi wand and go to fucking town. <laughs> <laughs> Deliberation. Oh. So Sam, Nigel liked it. Paulina goes, She's likable. No. In what world, Paulina? Who? She should have gone home in this episode. Yes. She yes. should go home in every episode. <laughs> they think Marjorie finally used her awkwardness. Yay. Sure. Annalie blew them all away. And Tyra's like, I fell over under Nigel's sexy shoulders. And oh. I was like, you just wanted to touch him. Yeah. Do not sexually harass him. Stop it. Not on camera. Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Right, 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 right. So Jocelyn, oh, God. she. What's up with the winking? Yeah, because she winks when she, like, walked down the runway, too, in her clogs. And they're all yeah. like, oh. They think that Jocelyn is a showgirl, not a print girl. And she also fell, and she's not getting any better. Um, Alina doesn't have natural charm, which I think is one of the meanest things they've ever said about anyone on this show. They've said that about other people. Nigel loves to say, lacks charm. Yeah, Nigel really wants charming people. Sheena, expressive, and she slinks like nobody else. Mickey, prettiest face for makeup, mm-hmm. says Nigel. Her makeup did look amazing. She was wearing as much makeup as Sam did, but she looked better in it. It looked great. She, her face can hold makeup. It's an art form, and Mickey's um, face can handle it. So call out order is Anna Lee, Sheena, Sheena. Samantha, ugh, Marjorie, Mickey, and the bottom two are Jocelyn and Alina. Um, Jocelyn for faltering and, you know, basically not getting any better after being great. And Alina for not being able to let go. And like, and basically Tyra does this weird like runaround thing. She's like, you guys are both so strong and you are can get through anything. And Jocelyn, you're going to get through this. So it sounds like Jocelyn is Ugh. safe. Yeah, and then she's you're going like, to survive this. Alina. And Alina's yeah. like, what? The-? Everyone is like, what the fuck? Alina, like, screams when she realizes she's Literally. staying. She's like, no, I, I just thought I was eliminated. That, like, It's, it's so mean. It's, it's so mean. mean. This is cruel. Like, this was like, what the fuck? But, yeah, Alina's going abroad. Jocelyn, I'm sorry to say, is going home. Pack your bags, girls. You're going to Holland. <laughs> and that's it for this week. What happened to Jocelyn? Jocelyn worked for oh, a yeah. while, which is great. Um, she also showed up a millionaire matchmaker. I love After her. Clark. I think in the same season that Clark showed up, actually. <laughs> she wrote and produced and starred in her own short film, Hope 4, number, Dating in LA. She's now part of a vlogging web show, Southern Bells in the City, with other pretty Southern black women to give tips on fashion and beauty, attitudes, dating, Oh, I'd watch cooking. that. I would totally watch that. But there's that. Cool. Love you, Jocelyn. Love you, Jocelyn. Miss you. Okay, would you like to do our social media, Shmander? I would. Guys, honestly, you can find all of our social media links on americasnexttopbestfriend.com. If you want to support us on PayPal, you can find the links in the information box of this podcast. And if you want to follow me on social media, 
because I know you do. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Loch Ness Manda. You can find my blog, Moments vs. Reality. I'm recapping the worst season of The Bachelorette I have ever seen. But if you want to read about that and how much <laughs> I hate these people, go to Tumblr, Romance vs. Reality. Happy to have you. Hillary. Tell me all about yourself. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Hilarious123. And that's it. Thanks for listening. We love you. Hope you had a good 4th of July. Well, I mean, you have a good 4th. Oh, it's tomorrow. you have a good 4th of July. <laughs> if you don't feel the need to celebrate America, I don't blame you. <laughs> but also eat a hot dog, let off a firecracker, and, get, and drink some beer. Ready? You, you shut up. up. Bye. Bye.